Welcome to the Crunch Talk Sports Podcast. It's your boy Charm. And I'm your boy Bone. And we're going to talk to you guys about these NFL trades. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. <laughs> so I hope you guys tune in to uh, this week's episode where we talked about free agency. We gave y'all a little preview. Um, now free agency is actually about to start up next week on March 16th. And a lot has happened up to this point. So we're going to get into these trades for you guys. We're going to let you know. The winners and losers of these trades, and do we expect any more other trades to happen? So, Bone, uh, let's get into it, bro. Uh, do you believe Russell Wilson is the right quarterback for the uh, Denver Broncos? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I feel like he gives them another weapon. You feel me? Like, he can use his feet or his arm, and... He had a good enough receiving core, I believe, and he had Jerry Judy, so that should help him out a little bit. Yeah, um, I agree with Bone, too. Um, this is the best quarterback since Peyton Manning, so they wanted a quarterback. Uh, don't know if that was their guy all along and just Aaron Rodgers was just like a smoke screen, but I guess we'll find out later, but they got their guy. Um, and he has weapons. He has Jerry Judy, as Bone mentioned. He has Colin Sutton. He has uh, Tim Patrick. He has KJ Hamler. Uh, they got rid of the tight end, no offense, but uh, they still got a nice wide receiving court, and they got a nice young running back in uh, Javante Williams. Uh, they have a solid defense with Patrick Sertan and Bradley Chubb. Um, so I believe this was the best situation for both parties, uh, for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Um, I never thought that Russell was ever interested in going to the Commanders or a team like that. He wanted to go somewhere where he can win. And even though the AFC is loaded, not just with quarterbacks, but talent overall, uh, I believe Denver is his best shot to win. Um, so with that being said, Bon, why do you believe uh, Russell chose the Broncos? I believe he chose the Broncos because he saw every other team out there and he knew that every other, every other team didn't give him the best the best uh, chance of winning, or at least if not winning a Super Bowl, then getting to a Super Bowl or a AFC Championship game, or the playoffs for that matter too. So that just gave them an added, you know, reasoning for it. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like Bond said, but I think this t- this team is um, tailor made for him, and vice versa. Um, all they were missing was a quarterback. Uh, they still a fairly young team, and they have a first year head coach. But um, I think Russell would be able to like help balance things out. Um, he's a veteran; he's been in the league long enough, uh, so I believe he can make things work. Um, and uh, possibly get Denver to the playoffs. So, uh, Bone, uh, RSC Hattle Seahawks heading towards a rebuild. Of course. Of course they are. You already know this. Um, they don't have a quarterback. They have a decent receiver in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, um, and their defense is obsolete. They don't even have a defense right now. <laughs> so, basically... They're they're up to it. They're they're clearly re- rebuilding. 
Yeah, um, yeah, they're, they're definitely in a uh, rebuilding mode. Um, they got rid of their two best players in Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. Um, yeah, yeah, they still have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Jamal Adams on defense, but they still rebuilding. Um, and I believe it was just time for Russell Wilson to leave. It was his time, long overdue. Uh, they should have parted ways a long time ago. Um, but I just uh, just surprised that it happened this way. Um, but uh, we'll see what Seattle does moving forward. All right, so uh, Bone, who are the winners and losers of this trade? But before you give your answer, let me go over the trade details just for our audience, just because if they don't know the exact uh, the exact uh, deal. And what was uh, given. So, the Broncos, they got Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. Seattle, they get they get two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth-round pick. And Drew Locke, uh, quarterback Drew Locke, defensive lineman Shelby, Day, uh, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. So, who are your winners and losers of this trade? Um, I would say Bronco, the Broncos are the winners. And the Seattle Seahawks, not te- technically they're not the losers because they can always package Drew Luck and them into a deal to send them somewhere to get some draft picks. Um, so I wouldn't say they were losers. I would say they're in the middle. They're not losers, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, it, you know, they both could be winners of the trades. You, you can say that. Um, Seattle got... Got a lot back, um, and Denver got Russell Wilson, which was the prize jewel of this trade. But uh, I believe both teams are winners, and it sets both teams up for now and in the future. Um, but the losers, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, the wide receiving course for Seattle. They don't have a quarterback this mo- at this very moment. Uh, Drew Locke, he's more of a backup. Uh, he's not a starter. He's not a franchise quarterback. So, uh, DK Metcalf and the whole wide receiving court still losers at, at this very moment. Uh, I believe Pete Carroll, he's a loser. And the Seattle front office, I felt like after the Legion of Boom, they didn't really do much to help Russell Wilson in Seattle. Um, they wasn't able to uh, build a solid offensive line for him. Uh, defense was okay. It wasn't like a top 10 defense or at least top 15. More like a top 20. Um, so I'll just say the whole Seattle organization, they're losers. Uh, yes, they got draft picks back in the deal, but you lose a player of Russell Wilson's caliber, and you basically got to start all the way over from scratch. So, uh, next question. Uh, with Russell Wilson being the new starting quarterback of Denver, uh, is Denver a Super Bowl contender now? I wouldn't say they're a Super Bowl contender. I would say they are, like, in the mix. They're not a contender, but they're in the mix. Oh, Okay. Alright, uh, yeah, I agree with you. They are definitely in the mix. 
Um, I want to. I would have put them all the way up there at this moment because you still have the likes of Kansas City, uh, Chargers, uh, Buffalo, uh, Bengals. You have all these other teams on AOC, but I think they at least are in the running. But we just gotta see how Russell Wilson fits and how the whole team fits with him being as their quarterback. Um, but yeah, I would I would have crowned them just yet. I would have said they are Super Bowl contenders. All right, so um, is there anything else you want to add about this uh particular trade? Uh, no. Um. It looks like he has to come up with another slogan, I guess. <laughs> That's about it. What, so it ain't let, uh, let Russ cook anymore? <laughs> no, not that one. It's um, the Go Hawks Go or, or, or something like that he said. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Uh, all right, next trade, uh, we're going to move over to uh, Washington. The NFC East. NFC East, Washington Commanders. They trade for Carson Wentz. You know what? That was a trash, horrible trade. Like, <laughs> I understand why they did it because he has some type of resemblance to somebody. I don't know who. But maybe Joe Tasman. Who knows? <laughs> um... But nah, he uh, it, it's a trade that was unexpected. Nobody saw it coming, but it was a shocker. And the, I honestly, I think they got him because he's familiar with the Cowboys, and they've been getting their butts whooped by the Cowboys for so long. <laughs> so he, figured, I guess, they figured that hey, he knows them a little bit, so he'll help. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, I guess it it really doesn't really doesn't change anything. Like, uh, at this point, you can say that Carson Wentz is slightly slightly better than the quarterback they already had, which was uh, uh Tyler Heineke. He's just slightly better than him. But uh, you basically already answered <laughs> answered the question I was going to ask: Did the Commanders made a mistake trading for Carson Wentz? Uh, and we both agree. We both say yes. Uh, but I mean, that was their best option. I believe they had. He wasn't gonna get a Russell Wilson. He wasn't gonna get an Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't gonna get a quarterback of that caliber. Um, is you really your only options were Carson Wentz, Mitchell Trubisky, which he's a free agent, and you could have traded for Jimmy G. Those are your only options. Um. But uh, let's get to the details of this trade. So the Colts, they get a 2022 third round pick, 2023 20, third round pick. Uh, if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps, then that third round pick becomes a second round pick. Uh, the Commanders, of course, they get Carson Wentz and this year's uh, second round pick. So, here's my thing with that, right? Um, first and foremost, I either would trade with San Francisco if I was um, Indianapolis to get Jimmy, or I just would have traded outright with them to get Jimmy. Because Jimmy is way more, Jimmy Garoppolo is, is a way better quarterback than Carson Wentz. 
Consequence had one good year and everything else has been trash. Yeah. And Jimmy had at least led his team to a Super Bowl and I want to say three NFC Championship games, if I'm mistaken, two or three. In his time frame of being in San Francisco. So it's like, do I want an unproven person or do I want somebody who is at least proven? I myself, I want someone who is proven. But now, what they could do is, what the Nevers could do is, they could, uh, they could still go out to Jimmy G and get traded to, they, they could sign, uh, Mickey Kibitsky, put him at the backup, and trade, uh, the two draft picks. Yeah. For Jimmy. Yeah. Um, uh, they could go that route, or we just got news that Deshaun Watson is, um, uh, not guilty in his uh, sexual assault allegations. So now he's available, and I heard teams are already starting to pick up the phone, call Houston, and see what they want for Deshaun Watson. So the question is this then. Who is going to go for Deshaun Watson? You got you got uh, Pittsburgh, they need a quarterback. Yeah, they got Mason Rudolph, but we all know what he's about. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Haskins as well. Yeah. Um, and that place looking for a quarterback. Uh, Houston is still going to need a quarterback regardlessly. Hell, if you look at it, um, Seattle need a quarterback. Yep. I heard that they are interested in Deshaun Watson, so, so that would be crazy. That would be crazy, but they're still in the rebuild mode regardlessly. Yeah, but he still, he basically... I mean, uh, a, you, a younger version of Russell. Not even that. You, I mean, yeah, but not even that. I was just saying, like, if you just insert him into that lineup, you basically it's not a downgrade; it's an upgrade. Well, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, okay, you get him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means you have this. If this if this is there, you have Deshaun Watson, you got DK Metcalf, and you got Tyler Lockett. That's your three stars, right? Mm-hmm. Who's your running back? You going to get a subpar running back or you going to get an above average running back? No, that's and a good then, question. That's something they could address in free yeah, agency or the draft. A, a offensive line and defense. Because now your anchor is going with Bobby Wagner. Now you ain't got nobody. That is true. So, what can you do? I wouldn't say if he was to go there, that will make them contenders. But I'm just saying, like, that will solve one of their issues and you know, quarterback. Is one is the most important position in football, so I say if you was able to get a Deshaun Watson, then I already say are you already trending in the right direction? You know, just you need to patch up a few holes, like you said, like offensive line, running back, rebuild that defense. Um, but if he was to go there, that'd be very interesting. That's all I'm saying. Um, but uh, we gonna talk about him later. Let's get back to this. Uh. Washington Commanders trade. Uh, so, uh, next question. Uh, what would the Colts do about their current quarterback situation? Who? The Colts. Um, like I said, they can trade those two draft picks to San Francisco for Jimmy. Because I would rather really have a proven quarterback than a non-proven quarterback. Because Mitchell Trubisky is... Vastly 
a bust. Yeah. A bust. Basically, he's a bust. Yeah, he, he is. He was what? Number two pick? Yep. Mm-hmm. Number two pick. But he didn't have that much film on him, and he was overrated. He's overrated. He was overrated. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on that. Um, like Bone said, I think the best, best situation, the best player that they could possibly get is Jimmy G. Um, unless they're interested in Deshaun Watson, which I'm not sure. But if there are, then they have the cap space and they have the draft capital to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get Deshaun Watson in there, then it makes things interesting because he can elevate them to another level and they have the offensive line. They have the running game. They have a defense. They have a nice young wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr. So, if you insert Deshaun Watson on the Colts, then the Colts are right there in the mix with all those other teams. They are. They are. They definitely are. Uh, um, so, yeah, that would be very interesting. But, uh, yeah, I say, like Bo said, Jimmy G would be a nice stopgap option. But if you want to, like, win, then I say go after uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, hey, put, all, put all your chips in the table and get them. So, here, so here's my thing now, though. So, if they do have to Deshaun Watson, right, you still got Mitchell Jabisky, and he can go to, either he can go to uh, Pittsburgh, and who's going to who, who gonna go to Seattle? They'll probably draft someone. And who's going to go to... Uh, Houston. Like a, I can unless, see, I can see them drafting someone because unless Houston has draft capital, they could trade a second or third rounder to to San Francisco. Yeah, I mean that could, that's also a possibility because their current uh, general manager Nick Casario, mm-hmm. he used to be the general manager general manager of the Patriots mm-hmm. back when Jimmy G was on the Patriots. So there could be interest there, but I I, I think Houston are going more towards like the young quarterback route. Like they'll probably draft someone, or they may take a flyer on like Mitchell Trubisky. But I can see Trubisky going to like Pittsburgh or somewhere like that, or maybe even Cleveland to challenge Baker Mayfield. But who needs to leave Cleveland now? <laughs> I thought like he he hasn't. Producing enough. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into him later too, man. We're gonna get into later too. But um okay, so next question. Uh, will the commanders challenge Dallas now in the NFC East? No. Now don't get me wrong, the defense is nice. Um aside from Carson Wentz, who else they got on offense? Uh, they got scary Terry. Oh yeah, I uh, forgot about him. So you got And they got a solid running back, uh Antonio Gibson. He's so nice. you got so you got a decent running back and you got an up and coming receiver. Right? They still need an option B. They need, they need three options. All you gotta do is just uh cover him up, put your best corner on him, and just have a double overhead cover. Yeah. And ain't nobody. Yeah. Um there are some wide receivers out there. I don't know their current cap situation, but 
maybe they could go out and sign somebody. And they still have, uh, they signed Curtis Samuel last year, but he was mostly injured last year. They still have him, but he's more of a third option, though. He's not a second option. Um, to answer the question, no. Uh, the Commanders will not challenge Dallas, Dallas in the NFC East. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Cowboys fan, but I feel like they haven't gotten any better at the quarterback position, which is the main focus here is you can't get anywhere without a quarterback. Whether it is that quarterback is cream of the crop, cream of the crop like Patrick Mahomes and, and Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, or you have a solid quarterback, a decent quarterback. Um, and I believe Carson Wentz, he's going to be the same player that he always was. I mean, what that he always is. is he turns over the ball, he's injury prone, his quarterback IQ is not good, his football IQ is not good, uh, makes costly mistakes, uh, and he's not, gonna, he's not reliable. So, I don't see anything changing. All things I see changing is his uniform, that's it. He's still the same player. Um, so... Uh, let's get into uh, the winners and losers of this trade. Well, I guess I'll go. Um, winner, Colts. Uh, they're a winner. Uh, they gave up. I think it was like two. Was it two? I think it was a first round pick and a second round pick for Carson last year. Uh, and then they possibly get back. Well, they get they're getting back a third round pick. But they also can get back a second-round pick, depending on uh, Carson's status. So to be able to get a third-round pick and a potential second-round pick, uh, I believe that's a good deal for them. Um, basically, it, you, cover, you you rip the Band-Aid off, but you put the Band-Aid back on. Um, uh, loser. Uh, I said Commanders because, yes, they got court. They got a quarterback, but I don't think he's the right quarterback for them. And we're going to see when the season starts. So, uh, Washington, they're losers. Uh, so, who are your winners and losers, Bob? I agree with you. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, Washington definitely lost um, this trade. It wasn't worth it. it I don't think uh, he was worth it. What they what they gave him, I I guess I rather have traded him. I rather got them assets that they had to San Francisco. He's a proven quarterback. Uh yeah. Carson Wentz has a Super Bowl ring, but let's be honest, he didn't win it. He didn't help win it. <laughs> he that was Nick Foles. Yep. But yeah, definitely. Uh Indianapolis won and Washington lost. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, um, that's what well, is there anything else you want to add about this trade? Trash. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's move on to uh the next trade that just happened yesterday. Uh, today is March eleventh. Um, Khalil Mack to the Los Angeles Chargers. That is crazy. 
Like, I was not expecting that trade at all. But, that's a good trade, too, though. Um, it's definitely one that that you need. One that's going to boost uh, L.A.'s chances now. Um, and, he, and he needs to get away from there. Like, uh, Chicago wasn't really doing nothing with him. And, think about it now. Now, that allows for, who that, Joey that plays out there? Yeah, Joey yeah. Bosa. So yeah. now, now who who do you go after? Exactly. Who, you can't double team both of them. So now, who do you go after? Mm-hmm. So to me, it was, it was a bomb trade. It was a bomb trade definitely needed for him. Yeah, um, I agree. It was a phenomenal trade. It blew us all away. We all did not see this coming. Um, and this makes the charges lethal. Um, like Bond said, they can't double team both of them. So if you double team one, the other one just gonna be able, be able to get home to the quarterback. So it's like you gotta pick and choose who you want to double team. Um, who you want to take out of the game? And yes, Khalil Mack. He's been dealing with injuries, and he may not be the same player that he was uh, earlier in his career with Chicago and then when he was with the Raiders. But um, you get him back, he's still a top-10 pass rusher in the league. Um, He still can get you double-digit sacks. Um, And when him goes to the Chargers – that takes pressure off of him because he doesn't have to face double teams anymore. Um, and Chargers, they have a solid front with Joey Bosa. And um, I forgot who they had in the middle of their defense. But they have a nice uh, linebacking corps. They have a nice playmaker in Darren James, a safety. They got a nice corner, up-and-coming corner in Asante Samuel Jr. So, they're trending in the right direction. Um, and it's ironic. This trade happened so quickly. Like right after the Russell Wilson trade happened a day or two before. Um, so they're they're preparing to get after the quarterback. They know it's going to be a dogfight in that division. They know the AFC. They have dogs. All those quarterbacks can ball. All of them are, are great quarterbacks, young and old. And... Uh, it's gonna be a sight, exciting sight to see in the AFC West. Um, how's all gonna shake out? But the Chargers, I believe, catapult themselves up in that division. I'll put them right behind Kansas City. Oh, um, and Chargers, uh, they gave away a second rounder. And a six rounder for Khalil, Khalil Mack, which I believe is a steal. Uh, just give up a second round pick and a six round pick for a player of Khalil Mack's caliber. That's a win. Uh, so, Bone, with that being said, do you believe we will see a resurgence of Khalil Mack in LA? Yes, I feel like he will definitely have a resurgence. Um, Having another superstar like that on your team, I mean, opposite of you, helps. You're able to go after who you need to get after. You can get more sacks. It's 
it's a it's a DN's dream to have another DN like that. That's like that's like um the Rams getting Von Miller. You got free up space now. You can you can work a one on one. If I'm getting double team or if I'm getting double team and you not, you got perfectly you can get around that. Yep. Um I definitely agree with you. I think we're gonna see a rejuvenated Khalil Mack. And it's gonna be all because of those reasons I just mentioned before. Um and I believe that Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa can be one of the best tandems in the league, edge rushing edge rushing tandems in the league. Uh so Bone, uh do you believe that could become one of the best edge rushing duos? Yes, yes, I do, wholeheartedly, without a shadow of a doubt. All right. Uh, so this brings us to our last question. Um, who are the winners and losers of this trade? Uh, definitely the Chargers are the winners. Um, what do the what do the the Bears get back? Uh, a second round pick and a sixth round pick. Yeah, that that's not really a good trade value for him. <laughs> I would at least went for a number one if they had it. A first round pick, they had it, but take it or leave it, and I would have left it. I probably would have took it, but left it. So yeah, the Chargers won, and the Bears lost. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, Chargers they won, Bears lost. But I'm throw another winner in there. Uh, Joey Bosa, he's a winner because he gets a running mate. He gets somebody that he could go hunt the quarterback with, and it's not going to be all on him to get pressure on the quarterback. He now shares that responsibility with Khalil Mack, um, and I believe they're they're, they're going to wreak havoc, and um, not just in their division, but I believe in the whole league. Whoever they face up against, they're going to wreak havoc. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and before we go. Let's get into Deshaun Watson. So, Bone, give me some landing spots uh, for just for uh, Deshaun Watson. Seattle, Pittsburgh, and uh, yeah, Pittsburgh and Tampa. Ooh, okay, okay, I like that. Um, my no. See how see how this all sh- shaking out. It changed my changed the order of my landing spots for him. So initially, I wanted him to go to the Broncos, but you know, obviously, he can't go there now. He had they have Russell Wilson now. Another landing spot I had when we did our episode on him uh, this past season was the Forty ers They have their quarterback. Uh, so which leaves me. I'm going to rank him like this. But as I mentioned, I like the Colts for him. Because ever since Andrew Luck retired, ever since Phillip Rivers retired, they've been having okay quarterbacks, stop stop gap options at quarterback. And how much they invested into this team with the rebuild of the offensive line, to have a top five offensive line in the NFL, they have a top five running back in Jonathan Taylor. Their receiving courts is okay. It's not the best. 
they have a solid defense. They have Darius Leonard. They have DeForest Buckner. Um, secondary is okay. But if you insert Deshaun Watson onto that team, they instantly become contenders. So I can see them as a landing spot. They have cap space. They have draft picks to pull it off. It just all of is the feeling mutual between Deshaun Watson and the Colts and the Colts and the Texas coming to an agreement. So I got them at number one. Number two, I got Tampa. Just because the nucleus the nucleus is still there. They still have all those pieces. Yeah. They tag Chris Godwin. He's not going anywhere. Uh now Leonard Fournette, he may go or he may stay depending on what they do at quarterback. Everybody else, they pretty much locked up. So if you get Deshaun Watson Onto that team, they just lost Tom Brady. And you get Deshaun Watson on that team, and he's still young. He's like 25, 26. Still get him on that team, you have your window is still open to contend. Your window is still open. So yeah. I like Tampa as a landing spot. You know what? I didn't even think about that, but I, I forgot them too. New Orleans. Yeah, that's. Any, any, uh, 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 um... Uh, quarterback too. How did you think about that? That's a sneaky one. That's a sneaky one. I was actually gonna put them down as third on my list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna put them third on my list, bro. Go ahead, my bad, my bad. I, I just I just haven't think about that. My bad, bro. Go ahead. But yeah, they're third on my list. Um, pretty much they have the nucleus, like I mentioned. They're not on par with the Colts, but they're kind of somewhat close. They have Alvin Kamara. They have Michael Thomas. They lost a great head coach in Sean Payne, retired. But they have a nice defense. Uh, they have a few pieces there. Um, But I think their salary cap situation is bad. So that's why they're third on my list because I can slightly see that happening. But those first two teams that I mentioned, I can definitely see Deshaun Watson. Them, I could definitely see them trading for Deshaun Watson. I could too. So it's gonna be a crazy, it's gonna be a crazy ride. So y'all buckle up. Free agency, free agency officially starts on uh, Wednesday, March sixteenth. Uh, players can begin negotiating on Monday. They can reach verbal agreements, but nothing becomes official until Wednesday. So uh, we gonna come back on the show, give y'all updates. On all the signings and trades that may happen. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add, Bone? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to us. Alright, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Continue to support us. And y'all be safe.